my good friend, local author, uh, Sunil Godsey, joining us. Sunil, thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much for inviting me. I uh, also want to say congratulations on the success of your first book, Fail Fast, Succeed Faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm joking with Carmi Levy, that uh, my gut tells me that the second book was actually a symptom of what you found out in the first book, because the second book is about intuition. Correct. Uh, The first book is really about learning from failure, and those who shared the stories of failure didn't listen to their intuition, which gave rise to the second book called Gut. Um, So how important when you were looking, when you're researching this book, how important was intuition? How important was it for for those people who needed to listen to their gut? Incredibly important. For those that that ignored it, which was sort of the topic of the first book, they got into egregious situations such as uh, some bankruptcies, failures. Uh, In one instance, Jim Treliving's whole brand of Boston Pizza almost tanked. Uh, Bruce Croxon lost a million dollars a month because he ignores intuition. So we've got some really, really incredible circumstances for people that don't trust their intuition. How much of it is intuition, though? How much of it is is pure hindsight? You know, in retrospect, thinking back and going, oh, man, I, I really wish I had done things differently. And, and maybe, I mean, is there kind of a gray line there? The difference between having hindsight and trying to figure out that there was a solution versus intuition is that when they go back, they knew that the that there was a right path and a wrong path. The right path, of course, intuition was telling them which path to take based on their indicators. But the wrong path is what they took because of what we call some of the hindrances in the book. And when they go back, they say, I should have listened to my gut or my intuition. And eventually it would have resulted in some, some failures or hurdles that they didn't have to go through. Uh, the book is called Gut. Sunil Gansi, its author, joining us. And uh, Sunil, give us some examples of uh, of some of the, the stories that you got this time around, people who actually did listen to their instincts. Sure. I'll, I'll go through a couple of the stories that a lot of people kind of really enjoy out of the book. One was uh, a military pilot who, for some odd reason, 15 minutes uh, was a delay that he had. He was a supporting role with another Humvee. Had he not waited for those 15 minutes, there would have been casualties. Some of the company that he was overseeing would have been dead. Uh, we had one person who, uh, she was 20 years old, went over uh, to Europe, um, and it was her intuition that got out, got her out of a very, very egregious situation, and she's just started running. And had she not, she doesn't know if she'd be alive today. So is the book applicable outside of uh, business applications then? I mean, for people who, I mean, you just gave a couple of great examples, just everyday people who uh, this could significantly impact their lives. Absolutely. So intuition is is very personal, and it's based on your experiences, uh, both what you read and study and what you learn right from birth, and it happens in an instant. So everybody has this intuitive quality in them. Whether it's in the context of a personal situation or a business situation, it all depends upon what the context is and your experience in that context. So it applies to both equally. When, uh, when it comes to business, though, um, and you're making a decision, it I almost feel like there's this balance between your gut instinct, your intuition, and, I mean, what are those things that, that balance gut? 
So you will be in a split second taking into uh, risk factors. You'll look at opportunity costs. Uh, you will look at uh, if you were not to take a particular uh, path, what would happen? A great example is if you look at uh, Brian Scudamore from 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Mm-hmm. He had seven uh, employees at, at the time. He was growing and expanding, and he fired all of the employees. He just didn't have that intuitive connection. And for him to succeed, he needed to fire everybody. And he did so. Changed It changed uh, uh, the company because he then brought on people he really were, was comfortable with on an intuitive level and hired that way. And 1-800-GOT-JUNK grew phenomenally well since that time. That's a pretty gutsy move. That's a really gutsy move. So at, at what point um, at what point is this about risk, though? Because I think that's what, what we're thinking about when I was talking about that balance. It's your intuition versus the risk. Because for him to fire all of his employees, that has some pretty significant consequences. How, how do you know when going with your gut is, is the right thing to do when you have all of this evidence to the contrary? For him, when he was going through his story, and again, this is going to be very personal for everybody, the risk that he had is that he wasn't hiring people where he had a connection, where they were really there for him and the growth of the business. So the business was growing, but he didn't feel that it was growing as fast enough. So for him, getting rid of these people was ultimately the right thing to do because had he not taken that risk, 1-800-GOT-JUNK may not be as successful, may not have been successful, who knows if we were to kind of take that other path and play it again. But for him, this was the right thing to do. He needed to have people around him that were really there for him and the company. And that gave him a sense of comfort and everything became clearer. There were no knots in his stomach. There was no nagging feeling that he should have, could have, would have. He just knew that this was the decision to make. And when he did it, everything took off. And the comments started coming from his customers, from his friends and family after the transformation, wow, you have people that really, really love working for you. And so there's a little bit of a testament to he made the right decision. Obviously, this is a little bit later, but he had made the right decision based on his intuitive instincts. We're talking to Sunil Gatsi, author of uh, Fail Fast, Succeed Faster, and the uh, second book now out called uh, Gut. Um, but at what point is going with your intuition and and allowing it to to carve that path for you about managing risk? Quite a bit of it is managing risk because your gut will tell you or your intuition will tell you whether you are getting into a situation that's a little bit more dangerous or it's a little bit more overbearing. And everybody has these indicators, both internal and external. So some of them do feel something in the gut. People get headaches. Uh, Drew Green from CEO from shop.c sees an omen. And so when, and he's, when he's in a negative situation and, he, and this omen pops up and there's no color, there's no, there's no senses around it, there's no sight, there's no smell, but there's this, this omen that pops up. And if the situation is good, he continues on with it, whether it be a business dealing or hiring. If he sees this omen and the situation is not going well in front of him, he'll kibosh what's going on right really? away. Absolutely. Wow. And so it's different for everybody. And you get that sense that if, if it's too risky... Intuition will tell you that it's too risky and you'll get some kind of indicator telling you that going around or thinking about going down this this particular path or taking this particular decision is not correct. In your in your career as a business mentor, how frequently is this something you come up with, come up against rather, um, a, a client who wants to make a change, 
um, who knows in the back of their mind, their gut instinct is telling them that this is the right thing to do, but they just can't get past those risk factors. It happens a 100% of the time. <laughs> a lot of the factors, the hurdles that these people, the CEOs or whether it's management or if it's the, the people at the operational level that, that I run into, the problem is many people know what the answers are. They just have these hurdles that they don't want to get around. So people are kind of stuck in certain paradigms or they don't want to hear the truth in some cases uh, or they want to continue because of ego. Uh, and especially with CEOs, they've got this ego and they're going down a, a path that is just not meant for that company. They just don't have the resources and capabilities. And in fact, there was a local firm here that I consulted for. They made a $2 million mistake because of ego. $2 million down the tube. Well, I think ego can definitely play into it as well. If, If you do make a decision that's based purely on your gut instinct and you feel deep down that it's the right decision, you make that decision and then you want to stick with it. What happens if that turns out to be the wrong decision? You followed your gut. Uh, how, I mean, how far should you follow that before you finally put your hands up and say, I made a mistake? There are opportunities where the, the intu- intuition will lead you down a, a dark path. And in one particular uh, case, uh, we had one gentleman out of Utah, David Williams, who actually uh, went and spent 2 to $3 million of his own money uh, on a steel mill because he wanted to shut it down and protect the environment. Uh, it was in bankruptcy court, and a very, very sharp lawyer took it took the rug from under him and basically came, came with a paper and said, oh, thank you very much for y- the investment you made, but this is actually mine. And he was penniless. In fact, he was minus $3 million. Wow. Everybody was telling them, go bankrupt because it actually helps them move on with their lives and, and the lives of the companies he dealt with. Sure. Uh, but he said, no, I'm going to repay everybody back five cents at a time, 10 cents at a time. Several years later, he did. And a lot of people ask him about this, this intuitive journey. And he runs his company today uh, based on, solely based on trust. And so people can't get the fact that how do you trust people after what you went through? And when we talked about the, uh, about the book, I had told him, well, David, it's actually the trust that you put in people because they trusted you as well to pay them back every single penny. And it worked out. That trust has now transferred you, or there's a bit of transference in the company he runs. And today, his company is winning awards, growing 30% a year, every single year, and the business schools can't figure it out. I can. He failed fast, succeeded faster, goes right back to the very first book. Every, every failure, I mean, there's, uh, there's lessons to be learned there as well. Uh, the second book is called Gut. Sunil, where can we actually get our hands on this uh, wonderful resource? That You can get onto gutincorporated.com, which is my website, amazon.ca, uh, chapterzindigo.ca. Um, there's ebooks online as well on my website as well. So lots of opportunities to, to get a copy of it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate uh, chatting with you. Thanks for inviting me. Sunil Gotzi, author of Gut and author of Fail Fast, Succeed Faster, and uh, a uh, just a real smart guy. Trust your gut when it comes to business and otherwise.